Let's pray. Father, it is, it is so good to be here in your house, to sing your praise, to think about the fact that you have loved us as your own children. Give us ears now to, to sit at your feet, to listen, and to take to heart your word. In your name we pray. Amen. God has provided this every place we've served. Different people, different families in each church that when we arrived, opened their arms to us and made us feel welcome. I, I could think of any number of couples as I think back about the church that we've been to, but one, I just want to share with you the story of one couple. We met them in Texarkana. It was our first night in town, first night in the parsonage. We were unpacking, and there was a knock at the door. Here was this couple. They brought a gift, and they invited us over to dinner the next weekend. Little did I know that that night began a close friendship that is still going strong 32 years later. During our time in, in Texarkana, they made us a part of their family. They invited us over sometimes almost weekly. I worried sometimes they were going to get sick of us. Um, two of their sons, I, I, I got to do the, well, they only have two sons. <laughs> I did the wedding, officiated at the wedding for both, grand, baptized one of their grandchildren, I believe. One of their sons officiated, his pastor now, and officiated at Bethany's wedding along with Benjamin. We had a time we were going on a trip and suddenly we realized that the tires on our van needed to be replaced and so they let us use their van. They came to visit us in Wisconsin. Going back a little bit, I still remember in, in uh, Texarkana, we had, they had moved to Dallas with his job with Verizon. And as soon as they heard that my dad had died, they were in the car and they were back in Texarkana. They put me on the, my name on the call list at Flower Mount. They were here for my installation. I share that with you because Dick and Diane Lash are a great example of what it means to be an open arm family. That's what we've said God wants us to be. The Fishers would be an open-armed family of believers focused on equipping the next generation in Christ. And so during the season of Epiphany, we're going to focus on the first part of that vision. We're going to look in God's Word. What does it teach us? about what it means to be an open-armed family of God. Now, 
Today, we start in that place where God first opened his arms to us. Baptism. You know that's why Jesus was being baptized. He, he wasn't a sinner. He didn't come to be baptized by John because he needed something cleansed away. He had no need of repentance. There was nothing in him that stood between him and, and his Father in heaven. Jesus came to be baptized because we're sinners. Because of our sin, we turned our backs on God because of our sin. We deserve to have heaven's doors shut in our face. Jesus came to accept what we deserve. And so when he, when he was in the water there, he went in that water to stand by our side. No, more than that, he went into the water to stand in our place. I want you to think about the exchange. It's, it's not recorded in Luke. It's recorded in Matthew's Gospel that, that takes place between Jesus and John the Baptist. Uh, Matthew tells us that John would have prevented him, saying, I, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus came to be baptized by John to be the righteous man we fail to be. That's why he lived. That's why he died on the cross. That's why he rose again. So that his righteousness could become ours. He came to open the Father's arm. And, and in fact, in the text, in the story of his baptism, we see that happen quite literally. The text says, when, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens, were opened. And the word open there means that somebody caused them to be open. Literally, it's a literal translation that, that Jesus caused heaven to be open wide for sinners. And God the Father confirmed that. God the Father said yes to that. It's, it's later in that same text. The Holy Spirit descended on Jesus in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved Son. With you, I am well pleased. Jesus came to open heaven. And because of Jesus, at your baptism, God opened his arms to you. I want you to hear the words that come from Romans chapter 6, the epistle reading today, just part of it says, Do you not know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were, were baptized into his death? We were therefore, we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life, buried with Christ in baptism, leaving 
our sin buried in His tomb. He invites us to step out of that tomb into the new life of Christ's resurrection, into the open arms of our Savior. You know, um, there's so many ways that churches have of, of depicting that. At, at John's church, Holy Cross and College Station, they've just built this beautiful new sanctuary. And when you walk into the sanctuary, the first thing you see at the entrance is the baptismal font. It's there to say to everyone who enters, all sinners are welcome here. I love another way. I love, the, and I, if I could have found a picture, I would have, that isn't copyrighted someplace of my home church in Bensonville, Illinois, Zion Lutheran in Bensonville. Because there, the baptismal, big, beautiful wood baptismal font sits right beneath the altar. And there on the altar is this statue of Jesus with his arms open wide. Come unto me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Paul says it, now you who are once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Or, I love the way in, in Galatians, the last verses of Galatians 3, that Paul explains how God brings us together in baptism in Christ Jesus. You are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. Heaven has been opened for you. And that brings us to our vision for this church. Because God desires that here at Fishers, people would meet His open arms in our open arms. And folks, that means that the job of, of welcoming and greeting people is not just the job of the greeters at the door. That means that when you and I, any of us, see someone new, we need to talk to them, show a genuine interest in them, invite them. And not just the first Sunday they're here, but Sundays after that. Include them in conversations, invite them to Young at Heart, to the quilting, to, to youth ministry, to, to, uh, to the small group mixer. Include them. You know, there's, there was a guy... He still teaches there. He was one of the theology professors at Concordia, Wisconsin. And the students loved him. And the reason the students loved him is he loved them. And when he would meet somebody, when he'd meet you for the first time, his focus was on you. And he would, he, he would find out all sorts of things about you. You wouldn't even realize he was doing it. And then, this is the best part, not only did he listen, he remembered. That's something I, I struggle with. He made you feel welcome. His arms 
were open. Folks, God calls us to show that kind of generous, genuine interest in each other, in the people we meet, in the people that God brings into our midst. You know, as I was thinking about that, my the story, and I, we've talked about it before, that came to mind was the, the story of the Ten Booms. You know, Corrie Ten Boom and her family during the height of World War II invited into their home all sorts of Jewish people and families and hid them from the Nazis. And they did it at great risk. Eventually, all three of them, father and the two daughters, ended up in a concentration camp. And the father and, one of the, one of, and, one of, and Corrie's sister died in concentration camps. But that didn't stop them. And I love this quote as Corey describes her father's attitude that made them that way, the father's attitude towards people that God would bring. Listen to what she says. All through the short afternoon they kept coming. The people who counted themselves father's friends. Young and old, poor and rich, scholarly gentlemen and illegitimate, illiterate servant girls. Only to father did it seem that they were all alike. And that was father's secret. Not that he overlooked the differences in people. That he didn't know they were there. That's the kind of people and the kind of church that God calls us to be here. That doesn't see the differences. Knows only that God loves them. A place where there is neither Jew nor Gentile, where there is neither slave nor free, there is no male or female, for you are all one in Christ, a church that loves everyone so everyone will know they are loved by God. Now, that's why I love where our font is placed, right in the middle. So when anybody young or old gets baptized in this church, they're baptized right in the middle with all of us around them. Because that's what happens in baptism. People are welcomed into the family of God, no matter who they are, young or old, male or female, no matter what they've done, no matter what you've done, you're welcomed here. You're Loved here. That's what baptism means. That's why Jesus was baptized. That's what God offers us all. Heaven is open wide. God's arms in Christ are open wide. And folks, so are yours. And so are mine. Amen? Now may the peace of God which pass all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life that is everlasting. Amen.